Is the stranger on the Rings of Power someone we've already met? The Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power is here at last. The first two episodes debuted late on Thursday and introduced us to a host of characters both familiar and brand new during the events of Middle-earth's Second Age. Now, one of the most mysterious of all doesn't even have a proper name at this point. He's simply listed in the credits as The Stranger. There have been all types of theories about who this mystery man who crash lands to Middle-earth actually is. And now, based on clues in the first two episodes, we have our best theory yet for who the stranger could actually be. We're going to break it all down for you in just a moment. However, to talk about this in detail, we have to spoil what happens in the first two episodes of Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. So if you haven't seen it yet and you're worried about that sort of thing, leave now so we can keep it secret and keep you safe from spoilers. All right, then keep your secrets. (laughs) Okay, let's get into it, shall we? Although many folks initially speculated that this could be Sauron, our current theory is that the stranger is none other than Gandalf. Not Gandalf, the wandering wizard who made such excellent fireworks. But not the mischievous wizard that we know and love from the Lord of the Rings books and movies. Rather, a much earlier version of Gandalf. Now, if you've read the books, you're probably saying, but Dan, there are no wizards on Middle-earth at this point in your actual speaking voice. And that's correct. The wizards, also known as the Istari, were Maiar, powerful spirits that helped the godlike Valar to shape the world in the early days of Arda, the world in which Middle-earth exists. And wizards like Gandalf, Saruman, Radagast, Alatar, and Palando didn't arrive in Middle-earth until the year 1000 in the Third Age. For context, this show, as I mentioned, takes place in in the Second Age, many, many, many years before this. However, with that said, some of Tolkien's notes say that Alatar and Palando, the Blue Wizards, visited Middle-earth at some point during the Second Age. Now, one theory is that the hunters in the first episode could possibly be Alatar and Palando because they were sent on behalf of Arome, the Valar of the Hunt. Now, with that in mind, it's possible some of the other Istari could have been sent here earlier as well. Long before he was known as Gandalf, he was known as Aloran, and Aloran was known to walk disguised among the elves when they first appeared, so he has the ability to shapeshift. Aloran serves several different Valar, like Monwe, the Valar of the Sky, Varda, the Valar of Beauty and Stars, Irmo, the Valar of Dreams, and Nienna, the Valar of Grief and Compassion. Now, given that the stranger came from the sky, maybe he was sent to Middle-earth by Monwe, the Valar of the Sky. Aloran slash Gandalf was typically associated with fire and light. We see the stranger descend from the sky in a bright red comet, and he winds up surrounded by a swirling mass of fire. He's also clearly hyper-focused on constellations, which he uses fireflies to form, hence the light. Now, speaking of constellations, one of these strange symbols that the stranger draws is the constellation we see in the night sky towards the end of episode two. And one of the Valar that Aloran slash Gandalf served also had a connection to constellations. Varda, the Valar of love and beauty, created the stars and constellations that showed ages to come and their dooms. And what we see here on the show definitely has a sense of prophecy to it. As we mentioned before, Aloran slash Gandalf has a relation to fire as well, similar to his abilities like what we saw in Lord of the Rings. Case in point, he's fireproof, and he lights Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli's weapons using fire. However, by the time we get to know him in the Lord of the Rings in the Third Age, he's become the ring bearer for Narya, the elven ring of power for fire. More tellingly here, the fire that surrounds the stranger in the crater is cool to the touch. So awesome. And that reminds us when Gandalf takes the One Ring out of the fire only to discover... It's quite cool. Now, we're not saying this is a smoking gun, but where there's smoke, 
There's fire, even if it is quite cool. Your love of the halfling's leaf has clearly slowed your mind. Even the stranger's apparent memory loss isn't something that's new to Gandalf. The stranger can't seem to remember his name, or at least he doesn't have a name for himself here on Middle-earth. And this is similar to when Gandalf returns as Gandalf the White and doesn't remember his name either. Gandalf? Yes. That was what they used to call me. Maybe he picked up something from Nori trying to introduce herself. In The Hobbit, he says Gandalf is me. But the name Gandalf was actually given to him by the men of the North. Oh, yes, I remember elderly chap. Big gray beard, pointy hat. That is simply the name we come to know him as in his wizard form. But then again, he also has a demonstrated pattern of head injuries. Now, with that said, there are more legitimate behavioral similarities. When Nori appears in The Trees Grow Dark, it's similar to when he gets mad with Bilbo and when Frodo offers him the One Ring. And speaking of Bilbo, while the runes the stranger draws are different in shape, they remind us of the one that Gandalf carves in Bilbo's door. Mark, there's no mark on that door. It was painted a week ago. That rune is Kurth, Tolkien's runic alphabet, and it represents G in that language, meaning that it's a G for Gandalf because Gandalf is a G. Now, another similar ability the stranger demonstrates is when he whispers to the fireflies to make them form the constellation in the night sky. And this is similar to when he whispers to the moth on top of Orthanc in Isengard. When the stranger awakens from his slumber the next day, the makeshift clothing and gloves he wears bear a visual similarity to Gandalf's gray cloak. Although with that said, I feel like in Middle-earth, you're gonna look like Gandalf's gray robes or Radagast brown ensemble, especially if you're living rough in the woods after being a star man waiting in the sky. Now, if this is, in fact, a Lauren slash Gandalf, then befriending the Harfoot is probably what sets the stage for him to play such a deep trust in the hardiness of the small folk of Middle-earth. By the time of the Third Age, he knows damn well he can depend on hobbits to get the job done. I found it is the small things. Regardless of what you think, though, it's clear that the stranger is unlike anyone else we've ever seen, or that Nori and Poppy have seen. This stranger isn't a man. Or an elf, or some baby eagle with a broken wing. That was one time. He's something else. Of course, with that said, even if he does wind up being Gandalf, we probably wouldn't hear that name in this show. They would have to refer to him as Aloran, most likely due to issues concerning intellectual property rights. In the meantime, all we know for certain is that the stranger has a much bigger role to play, and much like the Gandalf we know and love, Nori's going to keep him a secret and keep him safe. Is it secret? Is it safe? Anyway, folks, there you have it. That's our working theory about the stranger's real identity after the first two episodes of The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. If you want to dive deeper into the world of the show, we have plenty of interviews and articles for you over on Nerdist. And if you want a refresher course on Tolkien lore, make sure you check out Matt Caron's three-part explainer video series on our channel right now. For now, though, tell us, what did you think of the first two episodes of Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power? Who do you think the stranger really is? Me. Let us know in the comments below, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, make sure you stay tuned to Nerdist.com. 